Hello, I'm Floyd Miller, the host of It's Everything West Texas, and I mean everything. Some of our topics are going to make you laugh, and some will make you cry. I guarantee you all of them will make you think. It is the podcast that highlights people and issues in West Texas. As a neighbor, we want to talk with you. The goal is not necessarily to get agreement, but it is about understanding. Subscribe today and never miss another podcast. Hello, my name is Floyd Miller, and I am the host of It's Everything West Texas. And as you know, we're always trying to bring you interesting programs, programs that can be beneficial, programs that might make you think a little bit, think about something that you had not necessarily thought about before. And I think maybe the program today is going to fall into that uh, category. Uh, we have uh, with us today uh, Miss Freddie Collins, and she's going to be talking uh, from this particular subject, uh, the first day of creation, God's spirit power. Now, none of us were here on the first day, but through research, through studying, uh, Miss Collins has some things that she'd like to share with us. So at this time, Freddie, we'd like to welcome you to the program. I am just honored to be here, Floyd. I'm very honored. Well, I'm honored to have you here. And um, from what I saw of your presentation a, a while back, I I think this is going to be a very interesting uh, program for our audience. But uh, before we get into that, uh, Freddie, tell us a little bit about yourself, whatever you feel comfortable talking about. Okay. I am the daughter of Naaman Cunningham and Eddie Lee Miller, both of Hallettsville, Texas, Eddie Lee Miller Cunningham. And I was born in San Antonio, Texas. I'm an only child. I have six children, three daughters, three sons, 18 grandchildren, and 20 great-grandchildren. I have been blessed by the Lord to be able to study the Bible quite readily, and I'm a Bible teacher and an author of six books which have Bible content. I'm an inspirational speaker, fashion designer, interior decorator, and a hobbyist or whatever. And I'm on Facebook, where I have a lot of hopefully encouraging spiritual messages for people. I'm on YouTube, Holistic Guardian, where I tell about the things of the body, mind, and spirit. I'm on TikTok, and I have a website, www.artofwomanhood.net. My emphasis has been on finding out what God wants a woman to do. But this presentation that I gave to my uh, cousins for our reunion was about the creation. My last presentation that I have researched, which has blown my mind. And I'm hoping that it will be something that will make you think a lot more. Scientists and researchers have begun their lives, have used their lives to tell the public about different things concerning the universe. Many of them do not give credit to the Bible, and, and we read the Bible, we just read and keep on going. But 
just reading the first few verses of Genesis, we, we, we don't think about it that much. But it has so much to do with our life now and how we you know, go about trying to please God. But we know that God is a spirit and that he lives in heaven with all of his angels. And that at one time he had a plan and a purpose. And in Ephesians 1 and 4, that plan was to have children. And these children were to be holy and blameless. And knowing that we could not be that, God also had to have a remedy to help us to be able to get to heaven. And that was Jesus, 1 Peter 1 and 20. That was to solve that problem. And we are like our father. When we have babies, we always prepare for them ahead of time. We get the bottles, the nooks, the, the bassinets, and all the different things to prepare for the baby. And God did the same thing. He provided he provided a perfect habitat for this new spirit being that he was going to create. God doesn't create anything dead. His creations have intrinsic qualities, natural essentials, intricate features. They're very complicated, unthinkable, unbelievable intelligence, indispensable elements or absolute necessities that sustains their own existence and the life of mankind. So God didn't create any dead things. Everything is alive that he has made. Okay, God we... was going to create man, and he knew what his body would consist of and what he would need it. And he provided total health and well-being for this creature that he was going to create. Okay, because you, uh, you said that God did not create anything dead, everything is alive, um, Basically, everything is here that we need. Could you uh, elaborate on that a little bit? Maybe give some examples of what you're talking about? Okay, Floyd. This uh, presentation that I gave to the family entailed the six days of creation. And I'm going to talk about the one. But each thing that God created has life. It has everything it needs to sustain itself and to sustain us. Now, in my presentation, I talked about water and how water is alive. And I talk about the trees and how trees have the first Internet, the wood wide web, the webs that's underneath the ground, the roots that go thousands of miles that help them to communicate. I talk about the birds, how the mind of the birds are used to make the airplanes, and about the plankton, the smallest of the items that God created in this ocean is the basic for the food chain and gives mankind 50 to 70% of the oxygen that we breathe, and how God has created everything that don't need doctors, even man. But everything has lived and taken care of itself as God has 
ordained except man. Man thinks he knows more than he really does. And man is the ones that are suffering the most. Well, you know, um, it is kind of amazing how nature does uh, provide. And I was thinking about the old home place the other day. And I don't know that this, these trees are still there. It's been a long time since I've been there. But, you know, every spring it seems like seeds just automatically come up. And uh, what I was thinking about was some uh, cray myrtle trees that every fall, I mean, every spring they would bloom. And I haven't been to that old home place in a long time, but I suspect that they are still blooming without any care or any help uh, from man. Mm-hmm. True. Um, so could you tell us a little bit about the first day? Just let's kind of maybe focus on that and talk about that a little bit. What happened? Okay. The first thing I want to say is man thinks on what he sees. The seen is temporal or unimportant, actually. And the unseen is eternal. That's Second uh, Corinthians 4.18. And the unseen has the power. And when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was formless, empty, dark water. And God said, let there be light. Now, I have something on the word also, which I will talk about in another presentation. But when God said, let there be light, the power of that light gave, gives health, promotes healing, anti-aging, boosts mental abilities, provides energy and fitness. And God saw that the light was good, and he divided the light from the darkness. He called the light day, and he called the darkness night. This is the visible 24-hour sleep-wake period. It is called the circadian rhythm now because it is the power behind the visible night and day. We can see night and day, but what is the power? The power that God gave for that night and day is the circadian rhythm. It is where God provided total, eternal health for mankind without doctors, without hospitals, without medicines or whatever. It is a 24-hour period to sustain the body of man's clock. Actually, the clock has time within it. Animals, plants, insects, everything has a clock. The clock regulates every tissue, cell, organ, germ within the body. And each item has a specific time to be activated for activity or for rest. Okay, could you could you break down that a little more as to what is happening at certain times of the day or night, really how that clock works in our bodies? Okay. 
first of all, we uh, I, I'd like for people to research. I don't like to uh, be the authority on anything. I like for people to research for themselves. And right now, to visualize a big circle like a clock and make 12 slices in there and each slice two hours, okay? This is to tell you the different things that will happen within the 24 hours that God has given us for the day and for the night, the power that is behind day and night that we see, the light of day, the darkness of night. Okay, we'll start with 2 a.m. in the morning. We have the deepest sleep at 2 a.m. About 4.30, our body temperature begins to lower and our blood pressure begins to rise. And about 7.30, and everybody can just kind of think of it as, as themselves. Some may rise at 6.30 or whatever. But about 7.30, melatonin, which is our sleep hormone, begins, the, the, the secretion begins to slump or to go down. So our sleep business begins to go about 7.30. And about 9, 7 to 9, our cortisol, which is our alert stress hormone, rises. And by 9 o'clock, we eat breakfast. And then we digest this. And in the clock, when you look up the, the body clock, you will see these different things. After the digestion, about 10 o'clock, we have our highest alertness. When you go to work, 9, 30, 10 o'clock, or go to school, your alertness is the highest at this time. And going on down to about 2.30, you have your best coordination organization. On down to like your supper time, the greatest coordination efficiency and a good time to exercise. Your, your muscles are strengthened. By 6.30, your highest blood pressure. 7 o'clock, your highest temperature, which is your body going down. By 9 o'clock, you go back to your melatonin secretion start, which is your night time. And if we don't do things at, at those times, we mess up our rhythm. The circadian rhythm optimizes our immune system, it optimizes our brain function, it optimizes our detoxification, and our repair. Each time, each, each one of those little squares have different things in it. It has the stomach, the spleen, the heart, the small intestines, the bladder, the kidney, the gallbladder, the liver, and the lungs. And each one of these have two-hour periods to either be activated, to be used during the day, or during the night to be resting, to be detoxing, getting rid of the waste of the day, or to be rejuvenating and getting itself ready to be used for peak performance for the next day. So each one of those things have to be utilized by us. If we sleep at the wrong time, if we don't sleep at the wrong at the right times, we will mess up the time that that particular organ is supposed to be revitalized. If we 
use the liver or the lung, if we don't sleep at four o'clock, if we're still up and about, then the lungs don't have time to detoxify, to get clear, so that you'll be able to breathe better the next day. If we don't, if we are still up at two o'clock in the morning, then our liver don't get to detoxify the bile and things that it has. If we uh, don't, uh, I'm looking at the, the chart now, if we don't have our stomach filled or eat between seven and nine, then we don't have the time to clear it up by the spleen the next two hours, and it just goes on. We have to make sure that we, we get the proper rest, and I'll talk about the, the rest because I'm talking more about the day, but the night is very, very important. But each thing needs to have its own period of rest and rejuvenation, and this will give us peak performance. Okay, and so if if we get off of that, like you were talking about, two o'clock in the morning, and I'll reemphasize that you're not a, a doctor. You're not a doctor, and you and you recommend that people do their own research, like you have. But right. but That's if correct. you if at two o'clock in the morning, that's when you are supposed to be getting some of your deepest sleep. And if you're up doing something else, then that's probably going to have some effect, probably have a neck, particularly if it happens for long periods of time, it probably have a negative effect on a person. You are correct, Floyd. You are very correct. If you, uh, don't do these things uh, for a certain period of time. If you neglect to have the right type sleeping processes or whatever for a long period of time, it weakens your organ. You no longer have that detoxing or cleaning of that organ. You don't have any rejuvenating of that organ or replace, replacing of the cells and things of that organ, and it begins to weaken and deteriorate, and that's where our diseases and things come in. Actually, this circle that uh, has the 12 pieces in it is called the Chinese body clock. And the way that they find out what's wrong with you is the, the time that you don't sleep. If you don't sleep at, let me see here, if you don't sleep, from 1 to 3 a.m., they know that it is your liver that has the problem. If you don't sleep at between 5 and 7 a.m., they know that you're having problems with your large intestines. So when you research yourself, and like you said, I'm not a doctor. I'm going by the research that I found on, on the YouTube. But if you look at this circle and see the different organs, if you are not sleeping at a certain time, usually that organ is the one that is giving you problems. And that's the one that you will have to work on to try to get recuperated or whatever. And it's very possible 
to get yourself back into correct focus by finding out what you have that's wrong and beginning to work on it. Okay, you know, that is uh, something probably that most people do not think about, but there is a there is a reason uh, for everything. Everything that happens, there is a reason behind it. So true. Whether whether we know it or not, and that's um, the way uh, that chart that you were talking about, the Chinese used to to figure out certain things. That's that's very interesting. <laughs> Well, Floyd, that covers quite a bit of, of the day and the functions of whatever, but one of the most important things that we overlook in that day-night cycle is how extremely important it is to get sleep. Sleep is something that people really overlook, and some people don't think it's necessary, but it is what supports the healthy brain functions that we have. Without sleep, that darkness that uh, we, we, we don't consider <laughs> it anything, but there's power behind that darkness. If we don't sleep, we don't learn, we don't create, we don't have new memories. It hardens our concentration and our response activities. It deprives us of our creativity and the ability to solve problems. The benefits of good sleep it is to reduce stress, improve mood, lower disease risk, raise testosterone, and improve sex life. There are a lot of good things that come with uh, being able to sleep, and a lot of bad things that come with not sleeping. If we don't get sufficient sleep, we have hypertension, we have heart attacks, strokes, diabetes weight gain, anxiety, and depression, along with other things. Children are supposed to have between 9 and 10 hours of sleep. Adults, 7 to 8 hours of sleep. But many people don't get these hours of sleep that we need, and they nod during the day. The bad part is that sometimes we nod during driving. And wow. there's 1,500 people killed each year because of nodding during driving. And that is something that we should really think about because sleep is so very, very important. Well, it activates our mind and it helps us to be able to retrieve things. If we don't sleep, our mind doesn't get cleared of the toxins or it doesn't get, you know, it doesn't sweep away all the dirt and stuff that's in our mind to make it clear so we can recuperate and be able to concentrate and be able to increase our our abilities and so forth. So it's, it's and actually without the sleep, we begin to get dementia and all of the mental things that are, are terrible for us. And as remedies for this, as I was researching, drinking coffee after one or two o'clock in the evening that's something that we shouldn't do because that caffeine or alcohol, whatever, will disturb our, our sleep. 
wind down before bed. Stop the screen time, the the phone, the TV, the computer, and all this a little while before going to sleep. Try to have your room dark. Uh, it's important to exercise and have nutrition during the day. We spend a third of our life sleeping, and we deprive our, deprive ourselves of good health when we don't get sleep. Well, so. The night and day, the darkness and the light have so much power that it will keep us totally well. And all of us have usually some kind of deficiencies, some kind of sicknesses, ailments, uh, diseases or whatever that uh, we could have avoided had we done things according to what God has prepared for us. And there's a possibility of us reversing this if we go back to it just like in the scriptures when god tells us different things if we don't do them if we turn around we repent and come back and do them correctly he forgives and allows us to to go on and and and, uh please him so in order to get our bodies together we have to go back to what god has prepared and there's so many other things that he has done that we don't give him credit for And my emphasis is to glorify his name. He has given us everything. He has made it available. It's us that don't use it. Everything else in the universe uses what God gave them. Man doesn't. And man suffers. Freddie, uh, I want you to kind of go back to this sleep deal a little little bit. You, you, You talk... You've been talking about all the benefits, and, and you know, life has kind of got complicated. I was thinking, you know, when I was growing up on the farm, I think it was, I was probably 10 before we had electricity. So what would happen <laughs> is, I don't know whether it was 8 or 9 o'clock or, or what time it was, but we we had those kerosene lamps, and mm-hmm. and when the light, when somebody blew out that light, we we were in bed, and uh, <laughs> you basically didn't didn't get up and walk around. But so so now with, and you begin to touch on it a little bit, but with with cell phones, TVs in every room. All kinds of things beeping and and blinking. Uh, what would be some of your suggestions uh, to kind of push us back in that direction where we could get a good night's sleep? Well, Floyd, uh, knowing your parents, living with you all for a while <laughs> since we are we are cousins, and the time of ancient times. When there was no light bulbs and no lamps and so forth, there was, there was a little fire for here and there. People were, were much more active and much more sturdy because they didn't have all of this extra things to keep them from having the, you know, the, the different things that uh, we, we have today. And like you said, back in, in the time when you were young, you had the light, but it wasn't that bright light that we have now. And that bright light that we have now will keep us awake. 
and it'll keep us awake. Some some people, like students, they'll stay awake all night to study, when actually the best thing for them to do would be to go to sleep and let their brain air out and clear out so that they can absorb what they're trying to study. But the worst thing that probably could have happened to men was the invention of the light bulb. Wow. Because from there, <laughs> from there, we increased to all kinds of light that we're not supposed to have at night. That's why God gave us the night to rejuvenate our body so that we could have a better, clearer perspective on life the next day. A, a nice peak brain performance. But now we we don't even know how to use the cash register that we used to use, you know, used to be able to give change. Now, all we do in the grocery store is slide the groceries across the counter, slide them across, slide them across, and then it tells you how much change you have. People don't even know how to give change nowadays. Hmm. All of this, these uh, things that man has, has used really has gotten man very knowledgeable, but has made man sick. Wow! Right now, the 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 largest money making places are the pharmaceutical companies and the hospitals, because we are all sick, and we've done it through our extra knowledge. That you know, when God made the tree of life, that's total dependence on Him. He made the tree of knowledge of good and evil. That's us using our own mind. Now, when we use our own mind, we are in bad shape. And that's what the world is in now, because man has used their own mind. And we have brought ourselves down to the point of everybody being sick. <laughs> just about everybody is sick. Yeah. Because mm. <laughs> we just don't know how to, how to take care of ourselves. Right. So on this, so there is there's a purpose for the day. Mm-hmm. And there's a purpose for the night. Mm-hmm. True. And I think what I've heard you say is the best that we can align ourselves with God's purpose for the day and God's purpose for the night, we're going to be that much better off. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. If we follow, he's he's the uh, the inventor, or just like a person that invents the, the the watch, he would know all the intricacies of that watch and know how it how it works and whatever. God created man, and He knows exactly what our bodies need. He made our bodies. He made every tissue, every cell, and everything. He knows what we need and when we need it. So when we decide we're going to do something different. We're going against what God has already planned for us. So he's not going to let it, he's not going to let us just uh, use our own mind and, and, and overlook what he has done. So we have just kind of acknowledged ourselves out of good health. <laughs> I'm probably using the wrong word, uh, but you know what I mean. I, yeah, I know what you mean. I think, I think the audience will too. Um, this has really been uh, a great discussion. Uh, all of it has been, but really kind of focusing in on this day 
and night business. But as we get as we get ready to wrap this up, is there anything that you have not said that you'd like to say to the audience about the day and the night, or, or, or just anything that you think would be beneficial at this time? Well, I just want people to know that our awesome God has planned. He has put things in perspective. He has our good, only our good, in his purpose and plan. And he has made all of this good, all these good things to our advantage. He's made them all available to us. And the thing that we have to do is to adhere to what he has planned and purposed. If we want to have perfect health, perfect well-being, and also he gave us everything for life and for godliness. He's given us his word. If we go by it, he purposed that too. If we go by it, then we will have everything that we need. One thing that I like to do is in the book of Genesis, where he talks about the tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil, the tree of life is having total dependence on God, like Jesus. Jesus had total dependence on God. When he was preaching, he didn't go out and work a job or whatever. The Lord sent these ladies, these women, Luke, what is it, 13? Luke tells us that these women took care of the expenses and so forth. If you go according to what God's going to take care of, you don't worry about anything. You don't have any anxieties or whatever. The only time that you have problems is when you go to that tree of knowledge of good and evil. When you go and start being responsible for your own self, start solving your own problems, start taking on your own responsibilities and uh, using your own mind to take care of everything. That's when you go wrong. But there's so much peace, so much serenity in allowing God to take over your life. Let him make your decisions. Let him get you out of your problems. Let him take care of your circumstances. During that time, when you have a big problem and you give them to God, you're not worried about it, and you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to worry. He takes care of everything. And if we get that in our hearts and minds, we will live a much more peaceful, much more blissful life. And what I want to do is tell people about the awesome power that God has given us that will help us to be just a perfect person. Not perfect, but, you know, as good as we can be. And that's, that's, that's my, my goal, to show his power and how he takes care of us. Freddie, I... I thank you for that. Uh, just sitting here listening uh, to those last couple of minutes uh, of your conversation, it was so calming uh, the way you presented it. It was uh, so peaceful. And as other individuals uh, listen to that, I hope they pick up on that connection and hear the honesty and the sincerity 
in your voice about the power of God. I want to thank you uh, for being on the program with us today, and God bless you as you continue uh, to work. Lord, I am just overjoyed that you have asked me and allowed me to be on your program. I really can't thank you enough. It's a real joy. Thank you so much. Okay. God bless. It's Everything West Texas is a production of KACU and is sponsored by the West Texas Tribune and Floyd Miller Investments. Securities and investment advisory services offered through FSC Securities Corporation, member Fendra SIPIC. FSC is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products or services referenced here are independent of FSC. Floyd Miller can be reached at 3300 South 14th Street, Suite 100 in Abilene, Texas, 325-676-0138. I'm Floyd Miller, your host. Subscribe today.